afternoon or whenever you're listening to this but we're doing this in the evening this is episode 134 of the q a podcast my name is anthony and sitting right across from me as always via zoom it's my pal de quincy what was that opening <laughs> i know you come on here every time and try to surprise me but i don't even know what that was <laughs> i don't either <laughs> uh, you confuse yourself all right. All right. Hey, guys, uh, let me get to the business part of the podcast. You can listen to this podcast on this Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and Amazon Podcasts. And if you're listening right, yeah, we're all over the place. And you listen right now, please give us a five-star review. You don't give us five stars. We just automatically believe you're a hater. And we will, if you give us five stars, we will read your review on the air no matter how mean it is or, or <laughs> how much it, you make fun of our sports teams all right fair. yep all right business time is over let's have some fun what are we here for anthony survivor series yes talking some wrestling tonight we just got watching we just got done watching smackdown about 30 minutes ago Pretty good show. I enjoyed it. Your thoughts? Okay. Uh, okay. I, you know, the the wrestling is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, really got excited again, or got excited for the uh, Roman Reigns Drew McIntyre match. Yes. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's like you hope to you you know you kind of hope to see that would have been mm-hmm. like a, a WrestleMania match in the future uh, but they're going with it now which is fine uh and even given a you know less than a week's build-up it's still a pretty exciting match to look forward to yeah I'm, i want everyone to know that i did what i said i would do on last episode i completely skipped raw caught up on the dirt sheets on tuesday morning watched an excellent episode of nxt wednesday and wrapped it up with tonight's SmackDown. And it was probably the smartest wrestling decision that I've made in at least in 2020. <laughs> Just skipping those three hours of Raw and uh, playing Spider-Man instead. Best decision. Good way to start the week. Yes. No, I mean, I was really surprised that they went with the title change on Monday night. Um just because I, I again I felt like they were gonna keep Roman and Drew apart until sometime something like WrestleMania. Well let's go let's go back. We we need to admit that both of us were surprised that uh Orton even won the title at Hell in the Cell. Cause I remember that podcast we did previewing that pay-per-view, and both of us were trying to pick out, oh, who's um McIntyre's next opponent gonna be? We were trying to book it, and then we were both completely wrong. 
on on that pay per view. So a little Mia Koopa from both of us about that. Yeah, I mean, we like I wasn't even looking. I wasn't even looking towards Survivor Series, but when they did it, I figured, okay, well, they're probably just trying to protect Drew or and or Roman, so mm-hmm. they don't have to face each other so soon. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I mean, we were looking at the next challengers on Raw, um, so this definitely threw threw a huge wrench in like the way I looked at everything. And then I got used to the idea that, okay, they're just doing it to protect Drew or to protect mm-hmm. Roman and keep them apart until something like really meaningful until fans. Until they can have it. Exactly. Fans. Yeah. Back in the so I thought, okay, you know, and it, it's, it's another title reign for, for Orton. He's, he's on fire anyways. Um, it's one step closer to the record, which I think he'll be in the mix for in the next couple of years. Um, so I thought, okay, and you know, it'll be a good match between him and Roman. Um, at this point, Survivor Series is meaningless. It's you know, I mean, it's 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 a it's a fun show. It's one of the big four. It should be meaningless. How dare you, sir? <laughs> in my opinion, I think it should be more meaningful. I think they should do Survivor Series matchups teams from both shows you know you could have easily done team you know Mysterio versus team Rollins or something like that you know because that's an actual feud that as much as we're ready for it we're ready for it to end if it's still ongoing why not use that for your show you know team Orton versus team McIntyre or something like that you know for Raw Um, so you know, at this point, it's just like Reigns and Orton would have been fine. And then, boom, they changed it. Like, a week, less again, less than a week before the show, they put the title back on McIntyre, which, you know, it devalues the reign that Orton had. You know, or he didn't even get a chance to have a title reign, essentially. What, he had less than two weeks? Pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, it just kind of it undoes it un it undoes everything that they undid for to, for Drew when they took the title off of him at at uh, Hell in the Cell, but it still doesn't help. It doesn't. It doesn't. It to me, it kind of hurt McIntyre. Like it doesn't. It just didn't make any sense to do any of this. You know. It's like if you're gonna if you're gonna do this if you're gonna take the tap the title off McIntyre, keep it off him for you know at least a month, <laughs> not you know two weeks. And, do you know? Uh, do you know this is the third time in four years that they've changed champions right before Survivor Series? Yeah, you know. In and twenty seventeen, Jinder Mahal dropped it to AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Twenty eighteen, AJ Styles dropped it to Daniel Bryan, and then this year, as we saw, Randy Orton dropping it to Drew McIntyre. So maybe we shouldn't be that surprised anymore when this happens. <laughs> yes. I mean, the only reason it didn't happen last year is because they were setting up the uh, Brock Lesnar Ray Mysterio match. Right. 
Was that, was that for the universal title? Time is a blessing. <laughs> There's so much that's happened. I, I yeah. can't even remember. I have a clue where that was. Survivor Series 2019. And for those of you asking, the reason why there is no NXT at this year's Survivor Series is NXT has already had two COVID outbreaks, both at their arena and in the train center. So just to be safe, it's better for them to stay at home and prepare for their next pay-per-view, which will be War Games. Which is looking pretty good. Mm, yes. Yeah, I was right. It was Lesnar for Mysterio for the WWE Championship. Yeah. Damn, uh, last year's Survivor Series may have been my favorite one in the last five, six years. Yeah, it was definitely one of the better ones. I mean, just with uh, just with the inclusion of NXT, it was it just felt fresh. You had fresh matchups. You know, there were yeah glimpses of what could be down the line. Yeah, and then the realization that they were actually letting NXT go over. And yeah. not just by a little. They smoked both, both SmackDown and Raw last year. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to the uh, Survivor Series card, what we're going to do tonight is both of us are going to pick one match that we're excited to talk about. We'll break it down, pick winners and losers if we so feel like it. And then the other matches, we'll just do quick hits and get to them real quick. Sounds good. All right. And as be- being the generous, magnanimous, man that I am, I will let you have first pick. I gotta tell you, I'm looking forward to the tag team match. The New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, the Raw Tag Team Champions versus the Street Profits uh, from SmackDown. Oh, yes, but Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins. It's a It's one of those matches where both teams are the skill level is pretty even considering how much more experience Woods and Kingston have over Ford and and Dawkins. But they're both still very athletic teams um, who I think are going to bring out the best in each other. Yeah, this is one of the matches. It's the old guard versus the new up-and-comers. Yeah. And, man, there is no more uh, uh, Montez Ford stock. I bought it all. (laughs) (laughs) If that boy is not holding the WWE championship within the next two years, I was going to say Vince had failed, but that probably means Vince is still in control. So, (laughs) Right. Uh, Yeah, I I think this is a match I probably would have – would have picked, but you picked first because of my generosity, I know. Uh, but yeah, this is... They've been teasing this match for a while. I thought we were going to get it back after the uh, draft, the, the draft, but instead they just switched the titles, you know, just um, showing us a little something, something, and now we're getting this match on Sunday. I'm, I mean, yeah. th- I think this is the match that's going to steal the show. Yeah, and I think it was was worth the wait because I remember the night that they they switched titles. Mm-hmm. I was actually I was legitimately disappointed that they didn't 
face each other that night. I was like, come on, like, let's do this. We're waiting for it. And then, you know, two months later, they're, they're, it's finally happening. It's going to happen at Survivor Series, which, you know, again, it's worth the wait. I mean, it's a good, it's a good pay-per-view show. It's a, you know, it's, it's a show where a match like that should happen. So, you know, I'm glad that it's happening and I think it's going to be, yeah, the show, the, the match of the night. And uh, I've enjoyed the buildup. Mm-hmm. The fact that Biggie is, you know, who's still on SmackDown is, you know, kind of taunting and testing the profits, you know, kind of like, uh, yeah, we're cool, but, you know, you're still not going to get any any dirt from me like i'm not yeah, yeah we're, we're cool but those are still my boys so. right right yeah. uh, you know their their segments have all been really strong together um so yeah i'm it's definitely helped it's definitely helped that uh, with those interactions so yeah man I, i'm that's my my match of the night that i'm looking forward to um so we've seen kofi kingston's wwe champion we believe that Monsters for will reset peak. So, out of Xavier Woods and Angelo Dawkins, who do you think will have the better singles career? Huh. Um, I think it's gonna it'll be Woods. Really? Yeah, he's he's better on the mic. Mm-hmm. Um, he's smaller, so he's a little more he's a little more agile. Um, even though, you know, he, even though out of the two, he's, he's the one with the, with the Achilles injury, <laughs> for, you know, um, but he's still, I think the better wrestler at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and was it, I think he was a former United States champion himself. So he's already kind of had a better singles career. And I think he could go, get back to that point, United States and a continental title. Um. Yeah, I think that could be his ceiling, and you know that's. I think that's also the ceiling for Dawkins, but I feel like Woods will get there first. Let's see. I'm checking Woods's. See, Raw, SmackDown, SmackDown. Nope, he's never won a singles uh belt. Okay. Singles title, rather. Um, I'm going with Dawkins, man. Just because in the ring, I see him as a hoss fighter. He's he's decent on the mic. He's not he's not as good as Xavier Woods, but he he's passable. But if he's by himself, and I can see him having a run with not like the Universal or the WWE Championship, but something like the Intercontinental or the United States Championship. I can see both of them in the running for the twenty four seven title and making that interesting. Yeah, but I I just think um, we talk about Woods. You say you brought up his Achilles injury. Also, the fact he's already thirty. He's thirty four. Mm-hmm. Man, it's gonna look dumb when Dawkins is thirty two. <laughs> How old is he? He's not that much younger. I don't think. Wikipedia is failing me, so we'll say he's rather young. <laughs> But I just have, I don't know. I just like, maybe it's just because I, Woods has been Dawkins on TV. 30. Oh, okay. So Dawkins is only 30. So four years different. Maybe it's just 
new toy syndrome because I've seen Woods, Woods on my TV almost for a decade. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Dawkins, um, I didn't really check him too much in NXT until he was with Ford and they became Street Profits. So I've only been paying attention to them for about, probably about a year and a half, maybe two years. Mm-hmm. So it might be, you know, this is a new shiny toy I'm more interested in. But I really see him as the brighter, having the brighter future in the woods. He's 6'5". So, I mean, he's got that going for him. I think yeah. that might um, that might put him over in the eyes of like Vince, you know, he's, he's a big guy and he, and he can go. I mean, there's no doubt that he, you know, he can wrestle. Um, so yeah, no, I mean, I, I think I'll, I'll still stick with, with Woods, but you know, you, you're making some good points with, with Dawkins. It's hard to argue against him. So who you got winning? I'm going to, man, that's, man, that's a good question. I didn't even think about that. I'm so excited. I didn't even consider it. Um, I'll stick with, with the old guard, the new day. Okay. Um, I'm picking the profits just because the storyline I would have after this is like the new day, they're coming back down to earth, they're feeling hunted. And then next pay-per-view, which is what's the next one after Survivor Series? It is not. It is war games, but I'm not the one I'm looking for. Come on, TLC, TLC, TLC. So that'll be in December. I think they'll take on the hurt business for the championship and drop into um, who would it be? Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Yeah, and then it becomes a little thing where. For the new days, like you got to find your foot footing, got to start all over, and build up from the bottom. And you know, they really like their status in the WWE is set. All three of those guys are going to the Hall of Fame whenever they retire. Mm-hmm. So I think it's better they get a little bump and rub to the, the profits, and you know, they can. You might even be able to. Turn the profits like heel. If you want, have their their cocky heel guys. Mm. But I think what you probably just have them um, on SmackDown, just running shop still, and and just you know running off with that victory from New Day. Possibly, who who do you who do they feud with going forward? Rude and, and Ziggler. That's that's kind of what I'm. Oh man. So it's got me a little concerned. Yeah, because who else? What other tag teams do they have on SmackDown now? None. <laughs> well, I think Lucha House Party's still there, maybe. Um, Miz and Morrison could always be in the mix, but the Miz, you know, he's busy with the, the briefcase. And that's it. Cesaro and Nakamura, I don't, I don't see them going back to that. They haven't been on TV in a few weeks. All right, let me go. This is last raw. All right, SmackDown. I'm tr- I'm just looking. Maybe 
could you do something with Buddy Murphy and Dominic Mysterio? Possibly. As long as that Rollins feud is over, yeah, that could be a team. Because Otis, they're running a single, single thing. You just spoke about Nakamura and Sorrow. It looks like they're doing something with Otis and um, Gable. Yeah, Chad Gable. But it might be where Gable turns on Otis because he's turning into this. He's 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 trying to be this alpha guy. You know, maybe that's the next feud for Sami Zayn in the Intercontinental Championship. Otis. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that could be cool. I mean, there's always a chance you decide, hey, what if we want to give Roman Reigns all the titles and team up, have him team up with Jey Uso? Possibly. Uh, no, I think they'll wait for Jimmy to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think the Mysterio Murphy thing might be the most possible thing. If you're really trying to, you know, solidify an alliance there, which I'm still mm-hmm. kind of creeped out about the fact that he's like 34 and Aaliyah's 19. Is it? Buddy Murphy is, is older than you think. 32. Yeah. 32. Okay. Yeah, 32. And still. she's 19. Still not, not great. She's an actress. And that's what actors do. Your 19 year old daughter brings home a 32 year old man. And we're going. <laughs> I want to see how fast you go for the gun. All right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like she has a boyfriend in real life, like of her own age. Oh, thank God. Like, no, I mean, I, I look at it as, as a storyline. You know, I've been told as much. Like, that's the plan. Like, she's getting all this airtime because they're like, they see her as like an actress that, you know, they could groom and kind of, or not groom, actually. Yeah, groom is a terrible word to yeah. use in this situation. <laughs> Let's not try it again. Not in 2020. Not in this storyline with a 19 year old and a 32 year old. Try again. Uh, Someone that, um, you know, that someone that they're preparing for, the, she's kind of. <laughs> I can hear you're thinking, I can't use group, can't use group, find a new <laughs> word. She's kind of using their platform to kind of establish herself as an actress. I think mm-hmm. that's, I think that's what Ray is, is set up for her, for her. You know, he's at the end of his run and and I mean <laughs> look he's he is throwing his weight around essentially you know he's um, he's probably taking less money for the concession that hey I want my son to wrestle here I don't want him to go through what I did I want him on you know in the big leagues hey my, my daughter she wants to be an actress. Let's get her a storyline that she can be involved in. Boom. 
and you know here that's a crazy amount of pool to be like hey i want my my son to skip nxt go straight to raw and feud with one of your biggest stars yeah well it's you know what happens when you're you know one of the when you're a legend i mean mm-hmm. he's a legend at this mm-hmm. point use the power you got uh, and he is a commodity that they they don't want to lose again because he got a lot of uh like he he lost steam towards the end of his first run with WWE and then it it skyrocketed once he got healthy got back into shape and showed up in Japan for uh Wrestle Kingdom it was huge so you don't think AEW or Ring of Honor or New Japan is you know would would, would you know back up the Brinks truck for this guy he knows the position he's in and and Probably so. They go after every other former WWE athlete. So, you know, he's making the most of of his situation. Still creepy to me. (laughs) Sure. But I don't run the show. All right. So um, you picked a new day. I picked Street Profits. And that's all. That's that about that match. Okay. So I'm picking. And you know what? I was thinking about going McIntyre versus Reigns, but no, we're going. I'm going with the true heroes of WWE, or one of the true heroes of WWE during the pandemic era, and I'm going Sasha Banks versus Oscar. That's a strong match. I mean, you can't go wrong with that one either. There's history between them. Uh, they're both great performers, and you know it's not going to be a bad match. It's going to be a really good match. Yeah, I mean, this entire 2020 has basically been the Sasha Banks and Bailey show. They put on the best matches. They've had the best promos. They, they've literally had the highest ranking shows this year. Their last, what was it, last week when it was Bailey versus Sasha for the title, the rematch, it outranked everything WWE has done. In the last couple of months, even it outranked AEW. It's just she. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm about to steal a phrase from her upcoming uh, title opponent with Carmella, but Sasha Banks is money. Yeah, and Oscar, like this is only Oscar has had nothing to do since winning the title back from um, who she beat. Sasha Banks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. They went over to they moved over to SmackDown. So she's won the title back from Sasha Banks, and she hasn't had any kind of competition on the show since. No, Nia Jackson, Champ Baszler were supposed to fight it out, and they became a tag team, and they mm-hmm. won the ti- the titles. And there's just been nobody. Charlotte's gone mm-hmm. uh, for you know for the time being. Um, yeah, that there's no one for her to face. No one to legit like to pose a legitimate threat until that tag team blows up and you know one of them gets the nod. But until then, yeah, there's there's nothing. Yeah, which is terrible because we need as much Oscar on the mic as we can get. It's great every time. 
We need it. Um, and she's inside the ring. I don't even know what to where to rank her because there's so many incredible female athletes wrestling right now. Like yeah. she's like not even Raw and SmackDown, but also NXT. I know you didn't see it, but the NXT match they had with uh Io Shirai and um uh, I can picture her, but I don't remember her name. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Rhea, yeah, Rhea Ripley. Thank you. That match was incredible. It was a WrestleMania worthy match. At a um, little tangent, it's just crazy how many talented women that they have. Like the women should be getting like <laughs> basically all the SmackDown to themselves. <laughs> That's so great. But going back to Oscar, she really hadn't had any kind of opponent since she won the title back. I'm really excited to see this match because they're two of the best in the business right now, two of the best in the world, period. And oh, I just want this this match to, to be a reminder of that. So people are going to say, hey, Oscar's really fucking good. It's just too bad she has no one to wrestle with on Raw. Yeah, totally. You know, it's, oof, I mean, I'm trying to look at the roster right now as we speak. Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose. Whoa. Lana. Well, Rose is hurt. Mm-hmm. And they're making all these girls tag teams. Can we talk about that real quick? Why did they break up the Iconics that they were just going to put Peyton Royce with... Um, uh, Lacey Evans. Same goes with Mandy Rose and Dana. Uh, uh, Dana Brooke. Oh, uh, um, oh, geez, I know who you're talking. Deville. Yeah, Sonya Deville. They're they're like legitimate best friends, <laughs> and they broke them up only to put Mandy Rose in a, you know, a tag team. Yeah. I, I don't I don't understand. I mean, we, we've talked about this. I mean, you know, just. Uh, that tag team scene is a mess for both the men's and women's. And yeah. we spoke with that. But I'm going through the okay female wrestlers on Raw right now. Alexa Alexa Bliss is busy with the Fiend. Oscar's mm-hmm. champion. Becky Lynch is gone. Charlotte Flair is gone. Dana Brooke. They got team with Mandy Rose, and Brooke is kayfabe injured. Mandy Rose is actually injured. Mm-hmm. Lana's being put through a table every other week. Every week. <laughs> yeah, er- apologies. Every week, Lacey Evans is now with um, Peyton Royce. Keep going down the line. Mickey James, I don't know. Naomi, is she hurt? She had surgery, right? I think so. Yeah, she had surgery or something. That's right. Okay, Nia Jax, they got with Shayna Baszler, and then who's like Reckoning, aka Mia Yim. She's do- she's busy with Retribution. It's like all the and- women they have are either hurt. Or busy in some other storyline. And also Nikki Cross. I don't know if you mentioned her. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Nikki Cross, who's also busy with the Alexa Bliss Fiend storyline. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 15 women out of those 15. It looks like they have Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, 
and Mickey James available for the next. Oh, and um, Reckoning um, available for uh, for uh, Oscar's title. And I don't see Dana Brooke as a uh, challenger as much as I love her. Uh, I guess Lacey Evans. I think Reckoning is going to be the next one, the next actual challenger. But I don't see anyone that can actually beat Asuka unless Becky Lynch doesn't come back until after Royal Rumble at the earliest. Charlotte Flair, who knows? So unless it's like some wonky triple threat or fatal four-way match, uh, unless uh, Asuka doesn't have any kind of challenge. Nothing. Hmm? Yeah, there's nothing. Nothing. None of those sound interesting at this point. Hmm. And even when Charlotte comes back, it's going to be like, okay, well, we know how this is going. And, you know, I mean, the matches will be fine, but it's like, eh, you know, been there, done that. The only thing I can see coming down the pipeline is maybe, maybe Rhea Ripley gets called up. Be nice, be different, be you know fresh. Because after the match with Io Shirai, they did the they did the whole hug and you know Ripley held up Shirai's arm in victory, and it seemed like one of those things that you do right before you get sent sent up to the big leagues. Like a farewell. Yeah, like it's a farewell match. Mm-hmm. Even the farewell matches don't matter anymore because you can go back. <laughs> you can always go back. But I'm sorry. That was a long tangent. We got off this match. Um, I love this match. And I really don't know who's going to win. I'm going to pick Asuka. What about you? Say Sasha, just to you know, this would be contrarian. Yeah. Alright. Yeah, it's gonna be a great match. I could see Bailey getting involved, you know, somehow and screwing up, and Sasha winning. Mm-hmm. Or they could just do a clean finish. Like either way, like it's. Or well, Carmella also is, might get involved. Yeah. I want them to save the shenanigans for the Team Raw versus Team SmackDown matches and let all the other matches just be clean. Yeah, no, there's no. That, that would be nice. Uh, all right, speaking of other matches, it's time for our quick hit segment. So let's just go through which one I want to start with. So there's apparently going to be a dual brand battle world match. We have no idea who's going to be in it. So we'll just skip right over that. Moving on, Bobby Lashley, the United States champion, versus Sami Zayn, the Intercontinental champion. I think we could say it in unison. Uh, in three, two, one. Bobby Zay- Lashley. United! You know. <laughs> Lashley, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, keep the hurt business going on the streak. Um, yeah, make Lash look strong. Uh, moving on to the next match, we got. Oh, let's just go with this one McIntyre versus Reigns. Uh, 
I think you got to go with Reigns at this point. Agreed. For him to, to lose clean. Yeah. Too early to lose, period. You saw the promo they did tonight, right? Oh, it was great. It's great. Um, I, I'm enjoying this thing they're doing with the uh, quote-unquote field mics. To me, it just feels like a more natural conversation than when they have to hold the mics and bring them up to their mic, their their hands to talk and all. Just having the field mics turned up and just listening to them having a night, uh, like. If there's nobody there, there's no reason to do that, you know, yeah. unless it's just like you just want to keep that repetition in, yeah. but. If you can do it without, that's fine, and, and it's it, it turned into a great segment. There's no, there's very few fumbling. Yeah, it just feels more natural to me. And my favorite part was when McIntyre handed the uh, contract back to Reigns to sign, and Reigns picked up the pin that McIntyre had used, and Paul Heyman goes and grabs that pin out of Reigns's hand and throws it away and gives him the clean pin that was just sitting on the desk. <laughs> I was like, look at this Louise. Like, oh, you don't want to touch that pin that's been touched by another person, boss. Let's get you a good pin. But yeah, uh, that promo start to finish was excellent. And uh, we both got reigns going over right here. Uh, okay, let's go Team Raw. Let's start with the women's match. So Team Raw, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce versus Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, Bailey, and Natalia. Boy, talk about match I couldn't care less about, but I... Th- I can say each team has at least one person I care about. Shayna Baszler and Bianca Belair. Yeah, yeah. I would. I mean, those are the two, the only two that are worth like watching at this point. Uh, um, and we talk about women's tag teams. They did all that stuff between Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan last year <laughs> just to put them back together. Yeah. Mm. Um. Honestly, I'd like to see it come down to uh, Baszler and Belair as your sole survivors. Oh, I would love that too. But you know the story they're setting up with with oh, uh, yeah. Lana going through every damn table underneath the sun the last two months. She's definitely going to be the sole survivor. Yeah. It's going to be a Ziggler situation. Yeah. All over again. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess you know, storyline-wise, logically, it's going to be Lana, but uh, just to be different... Uh, I, like I said, I, I'd like to see Shayna Baszler and uh, Bianca Belair as the sole survivors and Belair going over mm-hmm. and winning for Team SmackDown. I know you can't move her over to Raw because her husband is on SmackDown, but damn, wouldn't Belair look great going against, going against Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship? Yeah, at this point, definitely. <sighs> Let's side. Moving on to the men's match. We got Team Raw, AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle. I want you to know that isn't like me signed just because of the sexual assault allegations. That's just me signed because they they changed his name to Riddle. I, I just 
Versus Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and Otis. They, they're setting it up. I mean, both teams are dysfunctional, but it's clear that Raw is more dysfunctional. Yeah, that's Raw's entire thing is dysfunction junction. Yeah. Um, and I think Otis could be your sole survivor and could win. Just because he could kind of handle, he could. I think he can hold his own against hold his own against those big guys. And he was the you know the final uh, addition to the team. Man, I just... who's the third best person on SmackDown? Because <laughs> it goes we're all in. And Owens, one, two, however you want to put them. And then number three is? Um, it's got to be Corbin. It's because like, it's either Corbin or Uso, and I really can't. Yeah, because Corbin has proven himself as a singles per- competitor more so than Jay. This match just screams to me a storyline that Raw's team is completely overstacked. We just have to, they have to be dysfunctional to give SmackDowns a chance. Right. Like too many, too many monsters. Yeah. Raw literally has three horses and then the other two guys in Riddle and Styles are guys who could be WWE champions with the way they wrestle. I know SmackDown's gonna win because of this function is just gonna kill Team Raw. But there's no way in hell I'm gonna get on this microphone and pick against Keith Lee. <laughs> just, <laughs> just not gonna be able to do it. Uh, so I'm picking Team Raw, even though I know it's wrong. I'll stick with the blue brand and uh, find a way for Otis to to bring it home. Another tag team issue <laughs> they bring these tag teams together and then break them apart and then have no freaking idea what to do with them it's, it's just, baffling it's it just mad because we've had this idea for what years when it comes to it they need to split the creative team up into different um Different section basically you take care of the WWE championship universal, then another team for the tag teams and stuff like that. That way you'd have more people taking care of or at least paying attention to things. Now it feels like it just feels like things just slip through the cracks all the time. Oh, well, that's all I got for Survivor Series. Should be a good pay-per-view. Well, no, it should be a great pay-per-view. Uh, the two matches we picked, New Day versus Three Profits and Oscar versus Sha- Sasha Banks, should be two great matches. Um, yeah, I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, and I'm interested in the uh, Undertaker farewell. 
Oh, that's well. right. That too. Um, see is how this, that goes. It's going to be an actual farewell, or is he going to be back in WrestleMania next year? I man, I don't see it happening. I mean, he all the interviews he's doing, you know, completely breaking the fourth wall. I think, and just physically, I don't think he can he can go anymore. Yeah. And there's no reason to do it if you can't bring a crowd in. Yeah, he had he's had double hip replacement, hasn't he? Hips, knees, they show everything. I mean, everything under the sun. Man's walking around like a six million dollar man now. Yeah. All right. Oh, last thing I want to talk about before we go. Um, this week, Selena Vega was fired from the WWE. Um, and it seems to it's this all this is a long story, but basically the W they basically the WWE has cracked down on superstars using sites like Cameo and Twitch, um, places where you can go and you get paid for you know wishing someone a happy birthday and. With cameo, yeah, connecting fans, Twitch playing video games, you get subscribers who pay a monthly fee, or people who jump into your feed and they just they gift you with ten, twenty, a hundred dollars, and so WWE has cracked down on the basically by telling the superstars like the money that you make from these things will will be in will what's what I'm looking for. What I've heard is that it will go to us mm-hmm. and then we'll break off a piece to you. So from what I heard, it was we take over your accounts. We have control of the accounts now. And whatever you get comes to us and we'll break you off a little piece. I'd also heard that was going to be like, it wasn't going to be on top of their contract. It was going to be like supplementing part of their comp- contracts. Right. Because there's no, um, because there's no live events, and like if, like I understand WD coming down and saying, "Hey, we created these names, we gave you this these platforms to grow big, and that in turn gave you the ability to go to places like Twitch and Cameo and make all this money, so we should get a cut of it." Like I understand that. Like you get covered, like agent will get covered. I understand that, but sit there and say, "Hey, we're gonna take over what you, the hard work that you've done, and then we're gonna give you a portion of the of the profits." By the way, that portion we're gonna be taking out of your your contract, so you're not really making any extra money. Is bananas to me. Yeah. So. A bunch of superstars have already closed down their cameos or Twitch. They just it's not worth it. So you just close down, except for Selena Vega. She kept her Twitch open and she also signed up for her OnlyFans account for things like um, her cosplay, just costumes, um, keeping in touch with the fans. It was, I think it was they say it was thirty bucks a month. And basically, once the WWE caught wind of that, it was a she-gots-to-go moment. 
Yeah. Also, the fact that she tweeted that she supports unionization, unionization that that didn't help. Yeah, that was good timing by her because she tweeted that out like right before the WWE tweeted out their uh, "We wish her best in future endeavors" tweet. Ten minutes before, apparently. Yeah, so it was great timing on her part, and. Now WWE's doing dealing with the the brushback going on from fans, from people like Andrew Yang, from uh, was it SAG, mm-hmm. the Screen Actor Guild Union, who's finally and, recognizing professional wrestling as entertainment, and as they should. I mean, look at all the stuff that they do on Mondays and Friday nights. You're you're doing lines, you're entertaining, you're doing this in front of a crowd, usually. Um, you're also like stuntmen. You're doing, you're jumping off the top ropes, you're jumping into other people. You're basically it's like Jathan, Jason, Jason Statham, but 12 months a year. Right, and you're bringing in just as many viewers as any other television show that's on TV right now, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's, I mean, you're, you're bringing millions of viewers, even if it's only one to two, that's still one to two million people that are watching TV you know, yeah. for three hours, two to three hours a night, almost, almost 10 hours an entire week. Yeah. And, Unlike NFL or any other sport, there is no off season. Right. You're on the road normally during the normally you're on the road somewhere between 280 to 300 days a year. And and you're doing like you said, you're doing all those shows plus the house shows that we don't talk about. This is and, and also you know they're they're finally recognizing the value of these mm-hmm. people. You know. You know, whatever you have, you know, pre-2015 Hulk Hogan, you know, 1980s, 1990s Hulk Hogan was pretty marketable and was pretty well-known just about everywhere. Macho Man Randy Savage is one of the, the, the Slim Jim commercials, the Slim Jim, like, gig is one of the greatest, like, taglines ever you know for for commercial and as big as those guys were they still were overlooked Mm -hmm. by these organizations and now that you know what the rock has done dwayne johnson you know what he's done in his career post wrestling what john cena is starting to do roman reigns sasha banks yeah it's it's showing you know that, that these people are are just as marketable as you know uh, is any actor that's out there that's you know they're they're just as marketable they're uh, just as good performance wise and they have they instantly once you once you establish yourself in WWE you instantly have a huge following mm-hmm. yeah uh, it's about time they got treated like actual people. Like it makes no sense how they don't have company wide insurance. 
like if you get hurt inside the ring, yeah, you're covered for that. But it's like anything outside of that, you're just. I hope you got your Obamacare premiums up. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there's a lot that's going into it. You know, that's you know the the climate is changing enough where it's drawing a lot of attention, and you know it's gone overlooked for a long time, and um, you know people are finally stepping up. I guess. Yeah, I just want them to stop calling them independent contractors. You're not independent. You sign a five-year contract to WWE. You can't go wrestle in New Japan or AEW or Impact or anything like that. You're stuck in WWE. And sometimes you're stuck there even after your original five years. You get hurt and they'll tack on an extra year onto your contract. Right. It's like you're independent and name only. Yeah. And it's time for that to end. And honestly, it's past time for that to end. And I hope by this time next year, we're talking about the formation of a, of a wrestler's union and what they need to go forward in, in order to have better health care, better rights in the wrestling world. And that goes for everybody, like WWE, AEW, Impact, AAA, all up and down. Mm -hmm. I want everybody to have better insurance, better life. And, you know, I always think about the, uh, do you remember the John Oliver? John Oliver did think about uh, wrestling. And one of the things he had, and he had an interview from Roddy Roddy Piper. And then he was like, "Uh, I got to keep wrestling. I don't have insurance. Like, I'm not going to. The pension doesn't kick in until you're 65. And look at me, I'm not going to make it to 65. And he was right. He didn't make it to 65. Yeah. And it's like, you bring in so much money for this damn company. It's like, they barely get a shit about you. And you would think you would think it would have changed by now, considering, you know, Triple H is, is one. Of the, he was one of the boys. I mean, he... he went through the same struggles that, that these, you know, guys and girls are going through now, you know, he, well, you know traveling up and down the road, you know, uh, scratching and clawing your way to the top. I mean, he, and the fact that he's, you know, seemingly forgotten everything, you know, and, and not pushing to make changes from the inside is, you know, it's disappointing. Um, yeah, also, but you know the guys at the top—they're currently at the top. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, they, but when it comes to like you said, Triple H, I say this all the time about newspaper. Newspaper is like, well, we've always done it this way. Why would we change anything? Right. And, and that's the attitude in a lot of jobs. Right, but it's a different situation. I mean, he's he's married to the boss's daughter. It's not like. It's not like Vince is just going to fire him without. I think that's the one repercussion he would consider. Like if he fired Hunter for trying to make waves. Yeah, but I also think. I think was, Hunter. Was some guy who was in that position. Like and trying we, to make waves. He could yeah, easily fire him. No big deal. We like Triple H and everything, but he might be one of those guys who's like the act. 
just to like the basic Republican, like I made it. Why can't you pull up sure. your bootstraps and do it like I did back in the day and, you know, go out there with no insurance and work and just work your ass off and do it like I did. Cause I did. So I mean, you could do it. And it's like, not everyone has those opportunities, Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who else? Uh, you know, also, I mean, the, the people at the top now, they're not about to rock the boat. Mm-hmm. And that has that culture has to change, too. Great. For all that we say about the, you know, Roman and, you know, all these guys being like the top dogs, you know they're comfortable where they're at too they're not going to make waves i don't know if you noticed but uh tonight during uh, daniel bryant's promo mm-hmm. he mentioned did you see when he when he shoved sammy Zayn? yeah he turned back around to kayla and he goes you know i'm, I'm big on social distancing that's a guy who's at the top because there's never been one word one mention about social distancing on that show and you don't say something like that unless you have permission or you're one of the big guns. And he's clearly one of the big guns. Because you don't, you, the, as funny as that may seem or silly as it may seem, every word has to go through Vince to get on air. You don't just say something like that. Biggie and, and the New Day wearing, uh, you know, BLM uh, armbands and, and things like that. Those are the top guys that have to, you know, they're, they have their own issues that they're trying to bring light to. And, you know, that's how they handled that. Brian mentioning social distancing. Um, but those are the issues that, that they're tackling right now. You need someone to step up and, and help tackle this issue. Mm-hmm. You know, is that going to be Brian again, or is it going to be Roman Reigns, or you know, whoever? Uh, and until and until then, you know, you're not going to. Very little probably will change, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, sad to say, maybe Selena Vega's firing will be the first step into. into what it'd be the first step into fixing what has been so so broken about the wwe mm-hmm. yeah. all right i'm stepping off my soapbox i'm down i'm good <laughs> all right anything else you, you want to talk about that's all i've got all right so this will be out saturday so we're gonna try to put out at least one more podcast before thanksgiving um hopefully we can record it this weekend. Are you off this week? No, I have to work uh, uh, Monday through Thursday through Wednesday. Oh, I work Monday and Tuesday. And then I'm nice. off. So we'll we'll get one more out because we we want to talk about this Wonder Woman 1984 
Christmas release and Zack Snyder stealing millions upon millions from WB. So it should be fun. So we'll try to get that sometime next week so you guys have something to listen to before Thanksgiving. I hope everyone is staying at home. Just order something. Cook yourself. Please don't go traveling. Stay safe. Stay yeah. Healthy, These COVID numbers are going fucking insane. So wash please, your hands. Yes. Wash your hands. Sanitize. Social distance. Wear your fucking mask. And your mask goes over your nose, people. And please, just stay safe. If you get COVID and die, that hurts our numbers and that hurts our soul. Very much so. All right, guys. Well, that's all we got for tonight. We'll be back later next week to talk to you again. Um, Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. And uh, please, if you can, share to your friends and family. Yeah. You gonna say goodbye? Thanks so much for tuning in. As always. Uh, as always. All right. For Anthony, I'm DeQuincy. Later, babies.